0: Welcome to the Stack, a weekly podcast where we share the latest trends, news, and content from the world of marketing, sales, and tech.
1: Ooh, you switch, did you switch it up? It sounded different, a little bit different. All right, okay. you know, Sean Henry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tim Stabersky and
0: I'm Ryan Sylvester. It is Thursday. Yes. yes. Thank you.
2: <laughs> it, no, it does. You're, you know, you're right. It doesn't. Well, feel like Monday Thursday.
0: kind of threw me off a little bit is it was Martin Luther King Day, right? That was this past Monday, yeah. wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And, and then last week with the weather. Anyway, it is January 24th, 2019. We're in Cheshire, Connecticut.
1: You sound like a late night radio <laughs> straight now. <laughs> You're like trying to find your way right now.
0: The Pepperland Marketing Studio is a windy, rainy day. Oh my God. Cheshire, it's so bad. Our sign just blew off the wall. Yep. Yeah. There's been a, um, a Cox
2: truck parked outside our building for like the last three hours which is just not a good sign
0: that's our cable company for those
1: who are in the know yes
0: yeah but yeah not a good sign
1: There's the rain flip. and the rain and darkness will be an added fallen trees driving this bus. uh for my
0: lunch break i went home and i dug a trench i'm not lying about <laughs> should that. we
1: include those in the
0: show that picture in the show notes <laughs> we probably should we probably should but so hopefully you're you're listening to this from a nice warm place that's not in connecticut and dry and dry yeah so um each week if you haven't tuned in before, we share, you know, the content, the news, the developments that we think are noteworthy and try to break it down for you so you you could hopefully take some action off that information. Um and then we we always include links to everything we talk about in the show notes. So we'll guide you there when all is said and done. But uh, Ryan, I think you've got the first article this week. I got week. the first What's, one. Uh, this one got? is
1: titled New Features for Service Area Businesses on Google My Business. This is from Tom Tom Pritchard for the keyword. And basically what this update talks about is the fact that mobile businesses like dog groomers or maybe a plumber that doesn't have a dedicated office space or, you know, fill in the blank. If your business is struggling to compete with other ones that have a de- dedicated office space and are listed on Google My Business, you'll be able to list the locations that you service. So it's not it's not going to give you a specific location, but it's going to prompt you to fill out um, you know, I think that they talk about London and they, they give a bunch of towns around London in in their, uh, their explanation. But, you know, if you were in Connecticut and you serviced New Haven County, you'd probably be in New Haven and Hamden and I don't know any other. <laughs> and Sonya. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically it's just, it's a way for you to get on the map without actually being on the map.
0: That's cool. Ooh. Ooh you like, like that? It.
1: Um, and it's really it's really
2: helpful for the user too to know yeah. you know without having yeah. to call you to ask you if if you right. if you do work in Seymour like you right. can
1: just see and know that and yeah and that way you can you can actually have some business hours and and have your phone number and everything and you could probably get way more people that are, can you know benefit from your services um so if you're not already on Google my business new users will be able to easily guide to these new features when adding your business. If you don't have a dedicated location, it'll prompt you to say no. And then you can fill out areas in which you service.
0: So so the key difference here, it seems that like now it's not, you can either choose. I, I deliver my services at their location, um, which was the previous option. If you didn't have a storefront. Now, if you have like a physical location, but you don't do business at that location, you do it in the service area. You can separate the two sets of information. Yeah. Well, that's so, good. Pretty I, cool. I actually had a dog groomer call me this week asking me how to do this. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's well, interesting. Do we get free pet grooming from them? <laughs> well, they're in LA. So, oh, so, so if we dog fly dog to LA, to LA yeah. we get it for free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. Cool. What else we got?
1: It's over to
0: you. Oh, is it my article already? Okay. Um, well, let me see what we had in the, the list. Is it my... The uh, Ultimate
1: Guide okay. to Successful Website Migrations? Yeah, so um, I'll be honest.
0: I haven't fully read this article yet, um, but this is one of those things where you know who wrote it and you know that they're a smart crew, so you can kind of just... You automatically know that it's going to be good advice and it's, it's worth your attention. Um, and this is an article on contentkingapp.com, which is an SEO tool. Uh looks really cool. We haven't tried it ourselves. But they have some really good content on their site and they've got this section there called the Academy where they break down these really useful SEO guides. And this one's about uh managing success successful website migrations. Um we've helped a lot of our clients go through website migration migrations. Yeah. We've been brought in after failed Hell, yeah. migrations and they um When we're talking about migrations, we kind of mean two things. One, it could be I'm changing platforms. So I'm going from, let's say, WordPress to some new CMS. So I'm changing the technology that my website is built on. That's probably going to mean that my URL is going to change. Everything's going to break. It's a big project. More often, it really means that you're going through a redesign. Mm. You know, you're rebranding or... Um, just giving the website a light refresh, but as a result, you're also cleaning up your content. You're reorganizing sections. You're probably changing your URLs. And, um, a lot of problems happen with that because all of that content that is ranking in search results today and funneling all this great traffic to your website and thousands of visitors and hopefully leads and paying customers is something at risk because those links no longer work. Google needs to recrawl entire website understand that your content has moved has to decide if it likes your new website better um hopefully it does hopefully it does sometimes it doesn't so what we tend to see is that when a website makes a migration like this or goes through a redesign that they uh lose a whole lot of traffic unfortunately nobody really looks at that and that traffic loss could be ongoing for a long period of time until somebody digs into the data and says, Oh my God, we lost all our rankings after that migration. So if you're thinking about doing a project like that, or if you've gone through a project like that recently, you're wondering why traffic is down a bit. This might be a good guide to take a look at. Um, although it might be a little too late if you're, <laughs> <laughs> if you're noticing. Yeah. Um, so, so they actually spike out uh, some common reasons. They have uh, changing URLs, merging content, website redesign, Switching from HTTP to HTTPS. This is one we've seen a lot. Big problems there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Again, I haven't read this guide uh, in detail, but some of the folks that have contributed, Barry Adams, uh, Cyrus Shepard, smart people, they know what they're talking about. Um, So definitely recommend giving this a look. Anybody have any uh, key advice for website migrations? If not, I'll throw out one or two. I
2: mean, I guess... Check
1: those links. Yeah.
2: My my big one would just be the make like, don't go into it half cocked. Yeah, make sure you have a plan, and that it's the right plan. I think (laughs) think, it's a lot easier to just get it right than it is to go back and fix
1: it. I think also focusing on, um, like we started doing a lot of content audits and kind of consolidation of topics, and I think that that's a, a really good place to focus on because you don't have to have you know you have to bring over thousands and thousands of pages if they all say the same thing
0: yeah so here's again this is probably mentioned in the article somewhere maybe not but here's my tips for you if you were thinking <laughs> about doing a redesign or a migration um, <clears throat> number 1 somebody who knows seo whether that's internal or external needs to be a key part of that team and you need to bring them into the mix very early on Involve them as early as developing wireframes, talking about what platform you're going to use. Um, they're going to save you from making some really critical mistakes if they're a key part of that team. They're also going to start to think about um, ways to to make sure you understand where your most valuable traffic is coming from, help you prioritize what sections of the website to focus on. So bring that SEO into the mix early on um, so they can Spare you from making mistakes. Make sure that they're talking to the developers. Um, Have conversations around uh, your use of JavaScript. Um, Talk to uh, the team that's going to be looking at hosting. Think about things like page speed and performance. These are all things that usually do not get addressed. They're not discussed during the redesign process. And then, trust me, fix those (laughs) things early on before you (laughs) implement them. And it's going to be a hell of a lot cheaper. And if you have to fix all this stuff after the fact, after you've lost that traffic. But then the easy thing, the really easy thing is to create a one-to-one redirect for every piece of content that has been migrated. Don't just do a redirect for your top 100 URLs. Set up a redirect for every damn page on that website unless you're getting rid of it, okay? If you're getting rid of it, fine, let it return to 404. But if you've just changed the URL, make sure that those links aren't gonna break and that Google, other search engines can see the new location Um, and hopefully it'll be okay.
2: Yeah. Even if you, even if it's content you want to get rid of, um, if it relates enough to some other, yeah, if there's a close match.
0: Yeah. Although that could get you in trouble. Yeah. You want to make
2: sure it's an actual,
0: but yeah, check this out. Uh, you know, just scanning through looks like a great resource and actually all their content looks pretty, pretty phenomenal. So you want to learn about SEO? It's a good resource.
1: Content King for a reason. There you go. Finishing off the episode with some social media. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Not finishing at all.
2: Well- It's you and then me. Well, I'm we saying- We get to the good stuff
1: I'm yet, saying right? like me and you are going to close it out with some social media stuff. Well, is there's right always social a social this media? section
0: at the end where we have a singing competition. Ooh, that's right. We usually cut it out though. I've been
1: practicing. <laughs> 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 um, so this article is titled, The State of Social Media in 2019. It's by Buffer in partnership with Social Chain. Um, what?
0: I just think it's funny that whenever you guys like list an author or website name, you say oh, it as a
1: question. With a question. I think I was just my more, is, I think I was more trailing off Tim? there. <laughs> yeah. Tim? Uh, basically what this article does, it breaks down how uh, marketers and advertisers are looking at social media from 2018 to 2019. Uh, and there's, there's a lot of good insights in here, and, and it kind of shows how uh, marketers are going to shape the future of advertising through social media. Some of the questions that were asked throughout the study were, um, you know, has your business worked with influencers to help marketing? If most of them said no, then by God, they're saying yes in 2019. And it just it goes through and gives a lot of insight into where you should be focusing. Um, one of the interesting ones that I pulled and will actually include in the show notes is does your business use third party tools to manage your social media marketing? And a whopping, whopping 85% <laughs> said yes. And I just thought I I don't know, I just thought it was interesting. Um it seems like even smallest, smaller businesses are using this. Um, even if they don't have a large team, but seem to invest in uh, tools to keep track of mentions. And, and we use HubSpot, and we see everything that comes through. So, no, it's good stuff. Thought it was an yeah. interesting article. Um, yeah,
2: as an article. By the way, just like looking at the article, it's a good example of high quality content. Just in and of itself. Not talking about the content itself. It's got visuals, it's got graphics, it's got yeah. statistics. This is going to get them a lot of links.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely.
2: Just throwing that out there. Like, it's a it's a pretty oh. it's a pretty article. <laughs> a
1: really interesting part of this was uh, basically the death of IGTV, Instagram TV. Um, Has it yeah, been alive been long enough to die? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. In 2018, 87% of marketers said they don't use it. In 2019, 71% still said they're not going to use it. So a very, very small shift, but right. just thought it was. You I just never from? understood why it had to I don't be a understand. separate thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't even, yeah, I don't know. I don't find it different than the search function.
2: I'm I'm going to say it might be something to do with the way that it's technically built.
0: Yeah? Like pro, Probably. I, yeah, I, I yeah, it could be separate technology. Yeah. It had to stay silent. My theory was that they um, were expecting it to become like this new platform for content creators rather than, you know, marketers. But, you know,
1: I wish I could, I wish I could get, get Instagram off my phone. (laughs) I just can't bring myself to do it.
0: I did for a short
1: period of time. Oh, you brought it back. I brought it back. Oh, I don't think we ever readdressed that because you had gotten rid of Facebook, Instagram and yeah,
0: over the, uh, the holidays, I got fed up with the fact that I was staring at my phone when I couldn't sleep. So I, deleted any app on my phone where I felt I wasn't learning something from the app. Now Sean stares
2: at the ceiling when he can't sleep. (laughs) (laughs) If it
0: wasn't enriching my life in some way, it didn't belong there. But then I realized, Hey, I'm a marketer and I have a marketing agency and I need to use these things. So they're back.
2: Say that's very, um, Marie Kondo of you. If it, if it doesn't bring, uh, it doesn't bring joy to your life. Chuck it but with education but
0: I did. I did also add the uh, time limit to my, my phone for like certain oh. apps and the phone in general. Oh. And that helps a lot. Doesn't. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Cool. Cool.
2: So over to huge me. inhale, huge. <laughs> better, better. That's a huge inhale than a huge sigh. Um, Over to me to close out mm-hmm. the news section, Ryan. Um, Something I saw this week that was really interesting. It, it's this, it, it's an article, webinar, presentation um, titled How to Use Reddit to Drive Marketing Strategy and Traffic uh, by Ross Simons for edgeofthewebradio.com. Dot, com? Dot com. <laughs> um, If you're not familiar with it, I'd be surprised. But just to give you some background, Reddit is one of the most popular websites on the internet. Um, it generates a ton of traffic. It, it's like the front page of the web for a huge number of people. Although I don't think that's actually their slogan. Is that I their think slogan? it is. I, okay. I definitely think it is. It's you know people. My brother lives on Reddit.
0: It's where you go when you want to troll people, right? Mm. Well, that is true too. <laughs> <Not kidding.
2: Yeah. laughs> um, but in this interview, Ross Simons uh, is arguing that it's actually in addition to just being a, a good place to discover content, it's it's really um, a great venue for marketers to start building relationships, and um, promoting their content. Which, fully agree with, him. Uh, it, it's, a, it's similar to something that we've done in the past using Quora, where we, we, we seek out questions that are related to content that we've published, or that are related to problems that we solve, or that our clients solve, um, and we, we aim to be the people that answer those questions in an authoritative way in a way that really helps them solve the problem. Um, and what we found is that by providing that solution, one, we build trust. Two, if you link to some kind of content, you can generate traffic back to your website um, and encourage a, um, a conversion. And three, you can by establishing that relationship, you make it easier in the future to actually um, do business with someone. Another huge inhale. <laughs> um,
0: so, how would you use it, Tim?
2: So, I mean, really, what you what you would need to do? It, Reddit and, and Quora they they work the same way. People post questions, they have conversations. Um, you, you find on Reddit, you would have to find a subreddit related to your industry or your field, whatever the case may be, um, and just make a habit of reading the questions, read the read the threads, see if there's a topic that you can speak to um, and that you can speak to well. And the, the the really important piece of this is not um, you don't just do not spam Mm -hmm. these threads. Don't, don't just send links. Don't um,
0: you'll get kicked out. Well, you'll get kicked out,
2: but you're also, you'll destroy
0: whatever trust you aim to build. You got to actually want to be a part of the community there. That's,
2: that's what it is. It's similar to like, um, I'm forgetting what they're called. The
1: LinkedIn communities. Yeah. Um. Same general thinking there. Good but there's stuff. a subreddit for everything. So there, there really. If you is. have if you have like a niche business, like there's definitely yep. you can go in and if you're you know as a marketing agency, if you're targeting I don't know higher education, you can go in there and find something that people have questions about, and probably oh, yeah. probably you know answer some and maybe even get a client from it.
2: To Sean's point, though, there are going to be some people <laughs> that will take any opportunity to start trouble, um, and troll you. So just
0: you know. Have thick skin. Yeah. Yes.
2: yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. I like it. I like it as a tactic. Yeah. It works.
0: Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Is that the last article, guys? That yes. is.
2: So now it's time for the app of the week. Oh, I thought it was the singing competition time. No, it's
0: later. Okay. okay. So app of the week. So what we uh, started doing a few weeks ago that I really like is we're highlighting a new tool or app or Chrome extension or integration or, or something that we are either using or thinking about using or that you should use that uh, is going to help you. So um, this one, uh, I actually came across looking at HubSpot's integration. So I was looking at their, their latest integration, stumbled across this and it looks super cool. It's um, a company called, I just lost the link. Um, Outgrow. Oh, Outgrow. Thank you. Uh, so if you want to check them out, it's outgrow.co. And what they do is allow you to build interactive quizzes, calculators, what else? Assessments. Assessments. Um, 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 yeah. As, as a lead generation
1: yeah. tool. Um, they, they kind of put it as like a, a in place of a form.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, forms are very, you know, they're boring. Well, it's it,
2: forms and like, down, not saying they don't work that, you know, eBooks, checklists, things like that. They work. They are also a little dated. Mm-hmm. Some modern internet users, the, the youth as some might call <laughs> them, prefer some more interactive things. Yeah. I mean, it's, Similar to how BuzzFeed has gotten so many, mm-hmm. um, so much engagement with their quizzes and whatnot, it's just it's a new evolution in lead generation. Yeah.
0: So we've built a few quizzes and calculators for some of our clients. We've got a few of our own on our website, and they are very, very effective. Yeah. Um. They they kind of serve two purposes. They help your your prospects, your customers understand a concept a little bit better. So there's some real utility in these things. Um, but they they seem very welcoming, right? Like they're kind of fun to interact with. So people are definitely far more likely to, at least they seem far more likely to to want to submit that form at the end of the day. Um, at the end of the experience, um, they have an awesome library of examples. So if you're trying to think, well, how could I use a quiz or, um, a calculator for my own business? They break it down by industry. They've got auto education, finance, marketing and advertising, legal, uh, technology, Um, I just was playing around with it before the podcast episode and, um, I went into education and I played with what major should I study? And it's, it's fun to work with. Like you, you're, you know, pressing these little icons, you know, they're asking you about your personality traits. It's very kind of like BuzzFeedy. Um, what did you get? Oh, geez. I don't know. Let me look. I think I kept it. Um, it says I should study music and it's showing me a picture of Bob Dylan.
1: Wow. They really know you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Super cool. Um, so it's it's really easy to build these. Um, the the pricing seems pretty reasonable, so uh, it's not going to cost you a ton of money to get up and running. Um, and the reason I love it is it integrates with HubSpot. A lot of our customers use HubSpot. We use HubSpot. So any kind of lead generation tool, ideally, we want to have integrated with HubSpot. And the integrations there, you know, you're you're funneling those leads over to your sales team or for additional email marketing. Um, you know, you could see all those interactions right there in the timeline, bake these into your workflows, do some really cool stuff. So
2: what I really love about it is the fact that it takes something that in the past could have been, I mean, depending on the complexity, hours of coding and just simplifies it so much. It's Absolutely. something that any content team can use.
0: Yeah. I mean, coding these things, designing and coding these things from scratch. to so doing something custom will cost you thousands of dollars. Um, that's just what it takes. You know, it, it is hard to build these things. So, and what I'll add is there's no guarantee that it's going to give you the results that you're looking for. So if you are debating adding a quiz or a calculator to your site, even if ultimately you need to go that custom route and, you know, hire a designer, hire a developer, get it done that way, you can test it with a tool like this at a much lower cost, verify that the concept works. And then if it works, go and develop that thing, okay. but this is a good place to start. Check it out. I don't Very know. Cool. Do they offer a free trial or anything? I didn't Um They I don't
2: yes. Yeah. yes. yes. They do. yes they do. So right,
0: there we go. Start trial. But even you have like, no excuses. A
2: freelancer or a small team, it's it's what, fourteen ninety nine, something like that a month. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you're the different packages, you're limited to different options, but
1: Well, we will definitely check this out. Cool. Lightning Round? Lightning Round. Lightning Round. First one is Academy On Air 2019 from Google. And I got to be honest, I've read this a bunch of times and I still don't get what it is, but... (laughs) Um, but this is what it's, it says. Academy on air comes to you live from Google with the help of our resident product experts. We take an in-depth look at the range of Google ad solutions, sharing tips and tricks to help you supercharge your campaign. So it's a Google ad a product.
0: way to, way to get better at Google ads. Yeah, That's right. cool. It's a it's, way it's, to
1: give them more money.
0: What, what I saw, which is not in your lightning round list, um, <laughs> is they, uh, I, I think they also just added training for Google tag manager. Oh, which I didn't of, see that. it's been missing for a while. Google Tag Manager is a tough tool to learn if you're you're new to it. So
1: check that I remember out. Remember well. you tried to walk me through that and it's impossible. It's a it's a magical tool. I love it. Uh, new Twitter website? Sean, I'm sure you're excited, but it's so, only for desktop, right?
0: I, I don't know, like what they're <laughs> testing right now doesn't seem all that exciting. So yay that they're making improvements. I really love the uh, the screenshots of the the more adventurous tests that they're doing. And I'm kind of excited to give that a spin. So, cool,
1: good. That's <laughs> it? Go I thought you were gonna well, keep... lightning around. Oh, okay, um, I did think there one was or two words. A... I thought there was gonna be a word after good. No. <laughs> social media starts. So, sorry, social media stars agree to declare when they post ads, and I think that this is in response to a documentary that me and Sean both watched. Oh, really? I I, I gotta imagine this from that. I have no. So I have what? Is, what do they it. agree to? To uh, declare when they're posting advertisements. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, so yeah, the the, the fire, fire festival. Docu- yep.
1: Yeah, so if, uh, I don't know if anyone, I'm sure a lot, of, I remembered it. Even, yeah. I don't know when it happened, but I-, I was oblivious I'm, to it. Yeah. I didn't um, know this
0: was a thing until I watched the documentary.
1: Yeah, you don't, it's on- You don't listen to the radio, that's why. Neither do I. No, I don't. It's on Netflix, uh fire festival docu- documentary. It's got Zhao ja Rule in it, so definitely yeah. check it out. <laughs> um, Google Maps wants to help you avoid that speeding ticket. Did you see that? I I guess that's good.
0: I, I've always felt like these radar detection things, like just don't speed. Wait, is is that
1: Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right?
2: Is that like that they're integrating ways? No, it's they just put of? a
1: little. Uh, they put a speed limit sign in the bottom left corner. Oh, to oh to tell to you. tell you you're speeding? Yeah, no oh, to, well, to, to let you thing. know what the to let you know what the speed limit is on the road that you're on. All right, that that's actually good. Sean is saying that because I got pulled over on my way home from work one day. Because <laughs> I, I was cruising. I, I was cruising a little bit. I was trying to get home to my pup. That's all. You're doing like what? Like an 80 and a 20? Yeah, something like that. There was no one
0: around. We Ooh. have speed limits for a reason, Ryan.
1: Upcoming version of Google Chrome will make it harder to block ads. I didn't read this one, so I can't speak to it, but. Jonathan,
0: Here's the deal. If you don't like ads, don't click on them. They're less effective. People shift their budget elsewhere.
1: And that's your lightning round.
2: Wait, I'm oh. going to add one more because I thought it was interesting. YouTube channels are selling for millions of dollars.
1: I
0: could see that. But what happens if you buy a YouTube channel for millions of bucks and then YouTube changes things on you?
2: It's a fair point. So the, the, I, I did read this one. I thought it was really interesting. It's I guess a lot of um, there are companies out there just swooping in and purchasing multiple really popular YouTube channels and turning them into like a conglomeration of sorts. It's
1: interesting. It's a mouthful of a word. Which one? Conglomerations. Yeah, it's a good word. <laughs> Sean is completely zoned out right now. Well,
0: I'm tired guys. I know. am in bed. Well, <laughs> you right. just, you just dug, <laughs> you a, just trench. dug a trench. <laughs> I did. Yes. All right.
1: That's your lightning round. Well,
0: hopefully you like this, uh, but go check out the show notes. If you want to check out anything we talked about,
1: check out our gram. Ooh. Is that what the cool kids? Our gram is popping. Yeah. You'll see Tim on there sighing. Oh, so much sighing. Yeah. Check out the Grand. Oh, I'm going to post a picture of Sean in a couple minutes here. So, Uh-oh. with Doing his what? tired eyes. Doing what? <laughs> no, it, it's fine. Oh, I'll show it to you before I post it. <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys next week.